This, 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 this is mythical. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues, and the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. Haley, sign my petition. It's to fund arts programs in public schools. Um, this says bring back the Bacon Club Chalupa. Just sign the paper. This, this is, is a hot dog, dog is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. Hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizada Anayati. Why did I say my last <laughs> name wrong again? What's wrong with me? I'm just glad we officially have one signature on my petition <laughs> to bring back the Bacon Club Chalupa at Taco Bell. Because today, Nicole, we are talking about what is the best ever discontinued fast food item. And my first entry into the competition... <laughs> It's going to be the Bacon Club Chalupa. Are there any handwriting experts out there? I want to know what my signature says about me. Your signature almost, if I were to see that written down, mm -hmm. I would think it's a language that I had never heard of. I'd be oh. like, oh, is this traditional like Pashto writing? <laughs> I think my signature is very Trumpian, actually. Is it? I oh my very, God. I think I that's a, where I've seen that before. I have a very similar... Uh... <laughs> what do you think that says about your personality? So much we can't fill it into one podcast. Wait, can I let me sign this? Sure. Anyway, wait, tell sure. them about the bacon club chalupa and how much you love um, it. Um, I never tried the bacon club You've chalupa. Never had the bacon club chalupa. I'll tell you this about fast food. Um, I was never one of those those chicks <laughs> <laughs> that like would get the the new, like exciting, modern thing. I would always just get the classics. Like if I'm going to McDonald's, I'm getting a chicken nugget. Oh no. If I go to McDonald's, I'm getting a Big Mac. If I go to Burger King, I'm getting a Whopper. That's how I've always been. I'm I'm a purist. <laughs> One of the beauties about fast food to me is that it's so cheap. I mean, God, it's, it feels so expensive now. Thanks, inflation. But fast food's so cheap that the opportunity cost of being disappointed by a new menu item, which happens almost all yeah. the time, yeah. it's not that big because you can come back the next day and spend another $4. The next day. But now I feel like you're spending $12, $13 exactly. on a fast food meal. If you're at Taco Bell yeah. and you're eating like I eat, you, I mean, you're rocking 18, 19 bucks. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But uh, the go in the golden age of fast food, Mm -hmm. So, for instance, I lived next to, I know I brag about this all the time, one of the top 
three most important Taco Bell locations in all of California. We're talking strategic importance. Weird here, flex, but okay. <laughs> it was no, literally, this is in Mission Viejo, California, next to Tribuco Hills High School. You lived in Mission Viejo? I, there's so many weird little new towns that spring up around there. Technically, technically, I lived in Rancho Santa Margarita, but my high school is in Mission Viejo. Which was how long? How like how far? They like bordered each other. Okay. And Rancho Santa like Margarita wasn't drive? a city until I was like seven years old. There's just so much new how money. How long was your drive? It like. 10 minutes okay, to high school. Okay. But then I moved up to Fountain Valley and it was like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Point is, there was so much foot traffic from like a relatively diverse, um, you know, demographic of mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and a very young age demo going through this Taco Bell. And so they would test out a lot of their new menu items at this location. That's so and, cool. Yeah. And That's so they really were like, cool. they were like, what does a slice of America, you know, want to buy from the, you know, 18 to whatever demo? Um, and so they would test out all their new items, but they would all be like 99 cents. So on the Crunchwrap Supreme. Shut dude, up. Yeah. Because they were like, we want feedback on these. We want people to buy them. Oh, that's sick. So my high school Taco Bell location was like one of the first in America to get the Crunchwrap Supreme. And it was so exciting. We were one Rad. of the first in America to get Taco Bell breakfast. We're talking like 2000. Oh, that's so cool. We're talking like 2007 Taco Bell breakfast. <sighs> and it was funny because it was so, so, so different. Now, and I think a lot of this has to do <laughs> with the recession and everything, mm-hmm. but they're like downsizing all the items. So now Taco Bell has really? like the toasted breakfast tacos. Everything's kind of smaller, smaller, cheaper. Sure. You can go more a la carte with it. But I remember eating, this is not in the running for best discontinued fast food item, mm-hmm. but it was called the cheesy guacamole bacon grilled stuffed breakfast burrito. So many words. And it was just a bomb. That it was, was as big. It was <laughs> as big of a breakfast burrito as you'd get from like a local taqueria, uh-huh. um, except it was just had so much boiling hot Taco Bell guacamole in it. I don't like hot With guac. the eggs. I can't do that. I'm down with hot guac if it's in like a carne asada burrito or if it's at least, you know, guac that's been made fresh and it's going to sure, taste good. Sure. But we're talking about Taco Bell. Taco Bell guac, which they, I, I will say they have made strides in lately. It used to be worse. Oh, really? It's, it's just so, it needs to be so citric acidy to be shelf stable. And to be considered gua- like guacamole. You know sure, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, <laughs> the essence of guacamole. When you try sure. and boil down the flavors of it, they're like lime juice. And it's like, well, that'll make it more shelf stable. Sure. Uh, but the hot guac with the eggs was not my favorite. But okay. it was a very exciting time. To be around fast food mm-hmm. when you could just pay a dollar and try the new thing. So it's not like that anymore. I've huh? been the opposite where I get and to this day, if there's a new fast food item, I'm trying it no matter what. I'm the opposite. I just I look I'm like a curmudgeon. Like I'm driving and I'm like a, a Del Taco and I look and I'm like, what are they doing now? Oh, Del Taco. No, Del Taco <laughs> has made strides, Nicole. Because Del Taco Taco Bell, right? They have the lion's share of the fast food yes, Mexican market sure in America. Yeah. Del Taco, you, you have Taco John's, you have Taco Time. You I've have, never been to those places. I've never driven by a Taco John's. I've never heard of Taco Time. I think Taco Time is actually an SNL. Oh, I think restaurant? you're right. No, yeah. What am Are I you, thinking of? I don't know. Time for tacos. <laughs> Taco Town is literally an SNL no, you're skin. Absolutely right. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> what are the other ones called? The only. I, I mean, I don't know. Do you consider Baja Fresh to be in the same canon? Or no, is it a Baja little bit Fresh is fast casual? a contemporary to like Chipotle sure, and sure. Moe's Southwest Grill is the big other regional player. Yeah. Um, but Del Taco is the West Coast one that we have and they're making big moves to expand. It's good. It's They've just found fine. that Taco Bell has like the middle 60% in terms of <laughs> pricing of items. So Del Taco was like, we're going to take the cheapest 20% 
and the most expensive 20%. Uh-huh. And we're making that ours, baby. So Del Taco to this day still has like the cheaper crunchy taco and they'll do deals yes. where you get yes, three yes. for, I mean, like three for $2 or something. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have like shrimp and carne asada burritos for and $7. Carnitas. And carnitas, carnitas, right? Carnitas. Dude, Del it's Taco. The treif, it's the Traif Taco Bell. It's the Traif Taco Bell. <laughs> and I love that. We're mixing dairy with crustacean with meat. <laughs> You know, none of these were kosher slaughtered, and they're delicious. What about octopus? I I think <laughs> Del Taco has to put octopus on the menu, and then we'll we'll talk. I would I would absolutely love that. Would um, you really? No, I I would try it, of course. Do you even get like octopus at like pokey spots? Not pokey spots. Me either. I don't love cold octopus. I think that's the thing I agree with, right? Okay. Like even even octopus in like a ceviche mixto or ceviche uh, com- or like a campechana. I like it. I like cold, cold octopus. I love hot roasted octopus. But I also I prefer hot yeah, roasted octopus. Same, same, same. Yeah. What does this have to do with fast food items again? Oh, Sorry, we were just talking about like the canon. Um okay. <laughs> Bacon club chulipa. Yeah. Why do you like it so much? One of my favorite things is when a company just adds in an entirely new meat or protein okay. to the mix. So we were talking about Del Taco that they just go willy-nilly. They'll be like, Ugh, we good news, we have shrimp. carnitas, <laughs> we have shrimp, we have fish tacos, all that. Taco Bell didn't really do that for a long, long time, and anytime they did, it was, like, very exciting. Okay. So like, this how, is... When you say exciting, is that, like, for the general public or for you? I like to think that I'm the Vox Populi. <laughs> I am the everyman. I am Vox the person... Vox Populi, huh? Voice of the people out Love here. That. I think what I find exciting, literally everybody else gets excited about. So when I saw yeah. that they had bacon and avocado ranch dressing inside of a fried flatbread shell with grilled mm-hmm. chicken... Mm-hmm. I was very excited and I will never forget, I would ride my bike to elementary school and middle school and on the way back there was a Taco Bell and I would take whatever money I scraped together from, you know, lemonade stands or whatever the hell we were doing, um, I would take that and put it right into Taco Bell and I'd try all the new items. A Taco Bell fund, if you will. It was literally a Taco Bell fund (laughs) and I would eat lunch at school and then I would bike home and eat Taco Bell and then bike home and then eat dinner and that was just how I lived my life. And it was great. And the Bacon Club Jewel, I will never forget that first bite of you get the fire sauce, a half packet on the first bite, and then the <laughs> creaminess of the avocado, the, that protein chew of the chicken. And then I was like, oh my God, where is that smoky bass note, the boom, 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 boom coming in from? And it was the freaking bacon. And they recently brought back the Bacon Club Chalupa. Oh, they brought it they back? They back. I mean, they're bringing it back and discontinuing it again. Is it they, the same? <laughs> they brought it back recently. I imagine it's the same. You haven't But I will it. tell you, no, I tried it. My oh. palate has changed. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. It was still perfectly fine, but I was like, that excitement of when I was a kid and something new came out yeah. certainly wasn't there. Yeah. Also, when I'm looking at this, because uh, we have a list of incredible things, a lot of these we've done on past foods. We have. Which is we so We have a whole exciting. show on Mythical Kitchen called Past Foods where we yeah. discontinued items. If you're watching this podcast, just like type in past foods in like the search bar in the about, like, like next to the about section and you'll see it. It's good. It's a good show. And like, what is this? The Taco Bell Caramel Apple Empanada, speaking of Taco Bell, was greatest, very good. Greatest fast food dessert of all time. Incredible. Uh, not counting Jollibee pies. Oh, Jollibee pies are, are, are the best pies. The way that like the crust of the empanada was like Fluffy but crispy and delicious. There was a crackling on it. It was, it was like re- a crackling. Yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. The way mm. I don't know what kind of R and D they did to like. I think you know what I think they did. Mm. I think they flash fried it and then they flash fried it again, like in the in the actual like 
wherever they make it. Like yeah, the yeah. studio. The studio? The Taco Bell <laughs> test kitchen. <laughs> the Taco Bell test kitchen. I've been kitchen. there. It's incredible. It's like freaking Willy Wonka. They is eat that, with golden, uh, solid gold spoons. Is that also in Mission Viejo? Uh, Irvine. Oh, close. Used to be in, I think, like Orange or Santa Ana, and uh-huh. then they moved to Irvine, and yeah. I went to the grand opening of their new campus wow. in 2010 because Another my flex. high school girlfriend's dad From worked in HR. Oh, really? Yeah. Should have stayed with her. It was rad, dude. Should've I know. No, she got. She found an army guy, and they seem really happy. Oh. You know? Okay. Yeah. Back to the caramel <laughs> apple empanada. I think they twice fried it in the test kitchen, and then they sent it over to the to the people to fry it. So it's a thrice fried pie. I think that's the only way that crust was like possible. Yeah. It was gorgeous. That, I think that was one of my favorites too. And all this talk about McDonald's apple pies from back in the day <gasps> when they used to be fried. Oh, I, I don't think I ever tried a fried one. We Did had we? it once. So Taco Bell at some point, right? Everybody knows they used to fry in beef tallow. Sure. And yeah. there's still one restaurant location. It's one of their originals. That I believe is in Downey, California, oh, which is cool. in like South LA. Uh-huh. I've had some great food in Downey as well. I uh, adopted my my dog from Downey. Everybody loves Downey. Shout out to Downey Artesia Cerritos. Come yes, on, Cerritos inland Cerritos South Auto LA. Square. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, Taco Bell used to fry their pies, and they have original fried pies at this location. No, and we tried way. it, and when I ate it, I was like. Oh, that's a caramel apple em- empanada. Empanada is a pie. Uh, yeah. Of course, they just yeah. have an apple pie. Sure, it's just shaped um, differently. Yeah, yeah, but now that McDonald's bakes their pies, they are significantly worse. Do they have slits? They do. Okay. Do they have Some slits of their when baked they were pies fried? Don't. When they were fried, no. do they have Okay, because that when would make sense. Would not make sense. M- make zero sense. <laughs> all, the apple, all the apples would leak out. Um, I tried a strawberries and cream pie from McDonald's recently. What country is it from? No, it's just, uh, it was it was an American limited time. Sounds so good. Edition, and it was <laughs> not as good as I wanted it to Aww. be, which is fine. That's the, that's the, it was $2. That's a low opportunity cost. You can try another pie. You can go to Panda Express, Nicole, uh-huh. and you can get their new apple pie egg rolls. A thing that exists. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, they did it. They finally did it. Oh, my I don't God. know who was asking for that at Panda Express. They probably wanted to like corner like the the dessert market. And I it just didn't work. I don't know what their numbers said, but there was somebody in a suit going, "We need to put apple pie filling in the egg roll wrappers." Why apples? Why are apples like the default American like fruit to fry? And, like, uh, we, we grow a lot of them, you know. Shout out to the Johnny state Appleseed. of Washington, Johnny Appleseed. That was a deranged man just walking around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he wore a <laughs> pot on his head. That's weird, in your dude. House, That's in your house, weird. In your house, in your garden. Nah. Can I tell you something about a, a small, a small little aside about strawberries and cream? Yeah. I think strawberries and cream was like the flavor of like twelve-year-olds back in the day. Interesting. Like, like our generation. Yeah. Of like I thought you were gonna say like Victorian boys. <laughs> Like us growing up in like the time we did, I think strawberries and cream was like the it flavor. Remember those little life savers? Cream savers, dude. Were they called cream? They were savers? called cream oh, creme savers. But yeah, they were <laughs> yeah, cream savers. Creme they had orange cream and strawberries and cream. The strawberries and cream flavor yeah, wow. is like when I think. Can you taste it like in your oh, mouth right now? I'm salivating from Isn't it. Isn't it ridiculous? Like I wish more people did like strawberries and cream stuff. Uh, well, I'm That's an orange cream. I've always been a dreamsicle man myself. Me too. Me too. Dream schools are great. Do you know how I eat dream schools? Orange Julius, another discontinued fast food. I love Orange Julius. Millennials killed Orange Julius. Do you know how I eat a dreamsicle? What? I eat all of the orange on the outside uh, first. And they suck, <laughs> suck down the icy suck vanilla the cream. ice cream. Uh, I have one thing I want to talk about. What's it? Sichuan sauce, Josh. Sichuan sauce. You remember? It came out. People were okay with it. They took it away. 
yeah. Rick and Morty brought it back and the internet went ablaze. Remember yeah. that? We even redid it once. Remember? We did. We, we made it from scratch it. and I ate the original Szechuan sauce. And what did you think about it? The actual taste of the sauce? <gasps> the actual sauce I didn't care about. <laughs> I didn't care about the sauce. I was like, wow, I got to get this sauce and all my foods. I thought the absolute like insanity and the hoi polloi around it is what really interests yeah, me. Yeah, it was a Rick and Morty. I don't watch Rick and Morty. I, I don't. Didn't, I, I think like, it's funny. I just don't watch I'm okay with cartoons. it. My favorite part was like uh, about Rick and Morty, like throughout the whole thing, was the way that they animated the eyeballs. The eyeballs had like little uh, squiggles. And that's the only redeemable quality about that. I show. was a King of the Hill guy. Really? Myself. I was an adult swim. And so, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Robot Chicken used to scare me. Like the theme song used to give me really bad anxiety. So I had to turn it off. Um, I ate the Szechuan sauce and I, <laughs> I thought it was perfectly fine. Um, I we were having a moment. I don't know. Sorry. I don't, I didn't watch it like Adult Swim. I didn't watch I a ton of. I loved Adult Swim. Like King of the Hill, Simpsons, South Park. That was kind of my big three. Family Guy as well. I like Family Guy. But then you got into like the kind of weirder stuff like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I, loved- I was just like, I don't. Um, I loved what's the one with Death Clock? I don't know. Who metal. Clock it's is. like it was like a metal oh, the metal show. one. The, the metal, metal show. One. I never metal watched Metalocalypse. 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 That was okay. funny. I just like I would you know played sports. Live Nation presents Concert Week from now through May 14th. Get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, well, you're doing that, Nicole. I'm gonna be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm gonna be seeing some 41 <laughs> skate punk is back, and it's not pop punk; it is skate punk. But also, they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Nicole. You're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. I wrote down a list of my all-time favorite Disney Okay, movies. Josh, Can you I, want to take it away? I had Taco Bell Caramel Apple Empanada. I'm just okay. going to list them off to you, see if you remember any of these. This one is a bit of a deep cut, but it was, I don't know, about ahead of its time. I freaking loved this. I thought it was so well done. Uh-huh. Wendy's Ciabatta Bacon Cheeseburger. Was this the one with Asiago? No. Asiago, Asiago. Wendy's... I don't know why they bet so big on Asiago. Asiago, Asiago. Do you remember those ads? Yes. It was a multi, multi-million dollar ad campaign around Asiago cheese, which is fine. It was like a fine, I don't know. It's like, it'd be like betting the horse on like Munster, like Fontina, where like their fine cheese is just, I don't know if it's special enough to launch a whole line of fast food. I think I understand the thought process right now. Asiago bagels, very, very good. Asiago on another bread that is similar to a bagel ciabatta, very good. And probably like low enough cost. <laughs> I, I think I, I got where they're coming cheap. from. I think it's cheap. Yeah. It's cheap. It's not like Reggiano or Pecorino. Those actually yeah. have like government protections like on. A stamp of approval. Yeah, for real. But like Asiago has none of that. So yeah. you can kind of call anything Asiago. Yeah. And it also it's Italian, so it sounds fancy, That's which true. is the psychology of why Wendy's introduced a ciabatta bacon cheeseburger and a yeah. ciabatta chicken sandwich. Did they come out at the same time as the Asiago sandwich? It was around the same okay, era. It was if- that and also the frescata line, which I also have in here. Okay, because I can see the, I can see like, like the, the through line of the roasted tomato, the garlic yeah. aioli, the mm-hmm. Asiago, it all makes sense that that's Roasted tomato on a burger is one of my favorite it things is. in the world. I, I roast my own tomatoes at home I all the time when I'm making burgers. I know. And also the ciabatta, it was like, it was still fast food bread, right? So it's still yeah. cakey and soft enough. 
but had just enough chew and yield to it, you know? Mm-hmm. It was perfect. It was perfect. The garlic Aww. and the aioli. So passionate. It was so good. And then Wendy's, they completely flipped their entire, because they had the frescata, the ciabatta, the asiago, very Italian, trying to be the fresh maker, right, of the fast food world. And then the Baconator came out and they're like, oh, all people want is more bacon and cheese and fat and burger patties and fat. Yeah. And it kind of killed me. I thought Wendy's was, they were really cooking in the mid 2000s. Mm. Um, and then they had to go back to their core competencies and it's just bacon everything. Well, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, other ones I have Taco Bell, Naked Chicken, Chalupa. That was awesome. Audacious. audacious. That was awesome. And the most audacious menu item I've ever seen. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. They took a, a Chalupa, which is already a very specific regional Mexican food. It is like a small tosta. You dip the tortilla in oil, you depress it with a ladle, and it creates a little hole. And Chalupa means a little boat. And then Taco Bell, they took naan bread, right? And they cut it into a circle, and they deep fried it, and then they called that a Chalupa. Mm. But then Taco Bell took chicken meat they took chicken force meat and they made that into a circle and they breaded that and they fried just chicken it's a it's a it's a fried non-shaped little boat named chicken force meat shell josh this is just capitalizing on the protein keto craze it was i know i know because when i was when this came when did this come out like two, this would have been what, like 2014 ago? not 2014 no, 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 this would have been like 2018 2018 are you sure 2019 okay okay 2019 maybe I'm saying 2019. Okay, you could say 2019. I'm saying it. Because I used to go to the grocery store and I would see all these new things popping up, like mm-hmm. a like a chicken crust or yeah, like yeah. or like chicken this and chicken that. And it was just egg wrap. Yeah, egg, yeah, egg exactly. Wrap. Like all of that's these. That's called like, an omelet, homie. <laughs> that's called an omelet. You the, your egg wrap, that's called an omelet. <laughs> like all of these like uh, health conscious or health aware like foods, so you're not eating like uh like bread and stuff. And this is just a response to that, but it's just a fast food response to that. Humans are so stupid. We are so, I think we are pretty smart. so I think humans are smart and dumb. innovative. What is stop you need to do me a favor, Josh. What? In order for you to continue to be the jovial young stunning man you are, you need to be happier. There are literally frame health your, food products out there life. called Fat Bomb I that know. are advertising how high of a fat content they have and then saying it's for health reasons. Why are you mad reasons. about it? Why are you mad it's about just, it? We, because we're very... Some people need to go into ketosis or whatever. Yeah, like children with epilepsy to prevent their That's seizures, right. which is That's why right. the diet was created in the That's first right. place. Anyways, okay, why are you still my point is, Sharpie? I like Sharpies. <laughs> my point is, <laughs> the Naked Chicken Chalupa, I don't know if it's endorsed officially by the keto community, it's endorsed by me, By though. the protein community. By the protein community, yeah. it's certainly, even though I don't believe the macros on it, whatever. I'm going to talk about, <laughs> I am not caring about the macros, let me tell you that. Um, I liked it because it was just fried chicken with, like, banchan inside it, right? It was just a piece of fried chicken, and then inside was, like, a sauce and, like, lettuce and tomato. Banchan is a stretch. I just I, I love, don't think banchan's the right I word. I, eating, what about ingredients? Sure, but, like, <laughs> I love eating meats with just, like, acidic and crunchy things. Okay. And that's all this was. It was just fried meats with acidic and crunchy things. The only thing it was missing, hmm. a little, little of, of beef. Oh, oh. Why did they not put beef in there? I think people would be turned off by it. I want the beef. I want the beef sludge ask, with my chicken. You know what's with so crazy sheet. about Taco Bell? You can customize, man. This you is can, before like, the customer. Like you, you could still ask, but I was too ashamed. <laughs> oh yeah, so you yeah. wanted them to do it for you, so yeah. you feel ashamed. You want to just yeah. naturally in the, in the charter, yeah. So you didn't have to do it yourself. And this would have been just after their chicken chips, right? Which was Taco Bell's foray into the nugget category. Mm, mm, mm. I think I remember those. And then they also had their foray into the chicken sandwich category. Oh yeah, I did not like that either. Which was Taco Bell. I feel 
they have perfected so many items uh-huh. that it's really difficult for them to come out with new ones. Did they ever do taquitos? Uh, they called them. Yeah, they did. They did. But they, they of course, called them like rolled that. dipping tacos. Are they, were they, they were cheese filled, right? Um, no. So they had some that were filled with shredded chicken. Uh-huh. And they were proper, like, what you'd find taquitos, in the freezer yeah. section, taquitos. Um, but another great discontinued Taco Bell menu item were called the loaded grillers. I remember the loaded chipotle chicken loaded yeah. griller. Light me up with the with the. It was like a mayonnaise sauce in there, right? Yeah, yeah oh, I remember chipotle. that very well. The delivery well. mechanism for chipotle has to be mayonnaise, and the mayonnaise <laughs> has to get hot, <laughs> and then the mayonnaise melts, so the chicken becomes a gravy. You see. Um, but they were really, really good. I remember. <laughs> this is just a love letter to Taco Bell at this point. You know, there's other we places got, we, we got to talk, we gotta about. talk about. Other places we got through Wendy's. Um, we, I didn't care for Wendy's. We're still missing my. You don't care for any Wendy's? No, I'll eat it sometimes. I just they, to me they lost their identity that made me love them. Um, I will say their frosty game I love, Frosties. and their French strawberry frosty is great. Their French fries are good. I like the skin on them. Because I used to go to Wendy's nice. for all the things that I couldn't find at a Burger King, a Carl's Jr. Or anything. Mm-hmm. I used to go, I mean, the chili, the baked potato, the Caesar I salad, I, the frescata sandwiches, they filled in the cracks. They were the cock. If I needed those things, I would just go to like uh, the store. They were the cock that filled the crack. I'm happy you've said cock twice on this podcast now. Sorry. <laughs> I had to. Mature. Grow up, Josh. Um, What's up? We haven't mentioned my favorite one of all time. Oh my gosh, what is should it? Should we mention it now or should I save it? Because we can you want, I don't stall know. more time and talk about Carl's Jr. Uh, what does Carl's Jr. do? They had all the cool burgers? They had all the cool burgers. All of them. And the million dollar burgers? I mean, what six dollar it? burger. Oh, sorry. I thought it was a million dollars. No. <laughs> well, I the six dollar burger. called it that. The six dollar burger was a dig at places like Denny's. Uh-huh. Where Denny's, you would go there and you get a burger and it would cost six dollars. Uh-huh. And they're like, our six dollar burger is actually two forty nine or whatever. But now what inflation is, is caught up. Okay. So $6 for a burger used to be expensive, and that meant it would be thick and nice. I don't rem- I don't remember that at all. This was like 2000, 2001, something like that. Wow. How old was I in 2001? Nine? Eight, nine? Yeah, I wasn't buying burgers. But then inflation mom, caught up so money. quick that they had to rename it to just the thick burger. Okay. Um, But they have played around so much in that territory, and I think they've found some really great stuff. Um, they had the El Diablo Thick Burger, which they recently brought back. That was fantastic. Oh, they had yeah. fried jalapeno poppers oh, on yeah. the burger. Oh, my gosh. I do remember And that. then they're also responsible for some of the worst discontinued fast food items <laughs> oh, of all time. Oh, yeah? Okay. Including the most American Thick Burger. Oh, yeah. Didn't have a hot dog? Uh-oh. Hot dog. <laughs> Bobby Lee, Bobby come Lee, on the come show. come on, man. I give you a little kiss. <laughs> yeah, a hot dog and potato chips, but the potato chips are on top of the lettuce. That sounds... And they got wet. Josh, can I tell you something? Yeah. That sounds like a dream to eat at like a barbecue when like you're like seven and like uh-huh. your hands are still wet from the pool and you're like, you take your goggles. I thought you were going to say hump. seven beers deep. Oh no. Cause I agree with that. Oh no. I guess seven year old me coming out of the pool is very similar to seven beers deep <laughs> me now. We have similar. Yeah. I we both have that. wet hands going yeah, into Dorito yeah, bags. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that is, I'm, it's a shame that they discontinued that. I agree. Was it with a side of freedom fries or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, um, Yo, their marketing campaigns, they had all the sexy lady marketing campaigns. I loved those ads. I know they were a little bit like uh, sexist or whatever, but uh, I love Paris Hilton riding the, the car, bowl. The car Paris cleaning. Hilton washing the car. Yeah, I love them. Kim I Kardashian th- eating salad in a bathtub because she couldn't eat a burger. Oh, yeah. And then and then the drip of um of sauce, the drip of yeah. dressing. I remember Very that. Very suggestive added. dressing dress. I like I thought it was fun. Um what was the ad that was like twins? <laughs> that was Coors Light. They I like 
and Bur- twins. Yeah, I like burritos yeah, at four a.m. Real, and that really conditioned a whole generation twins. of young men to think that like casual incest was just very normal. <laughs> yeah, like that, that was the thing up. we were supposed to desire was being in a romantic partnership with two identical twins who are presumably going to be. It's just it was very strange time. I remember the lyrics for all I of us. Love. love Sports in <laughs> big ba- big cars. <laughs> no. I love weekends. This is like the third and bar. And the beer <laughs> and twins. It was that. I love burritos at four a.m. Chilling with my friends and and twins. <laughs> Very good. God, no, but that had the same energy as Carl's Union commercials. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, no, the I think it was for the El Diablo Thick Burger. The mm-hmm. commercial was like they were at the Mexican American border. <gasps> And it was like they were playing volleyball, like oh maybe God. over a border fence. And they were like hot Latina women and hot American women. And the crowd like coalesced over them just objectifying women. And it was like, we're all the same. El Diablo thick burger. <laughs> I'm watching this as a 14 year old just like word. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. That makes sense. Carl's Jr. has had an incredible arc and I have a deep love for them. Uh, let's talk about Burger King. Their Santa Fe chicken sandwich is great. Oh, sorry. Uh, Burger King. Oh, yeah. Burger King. They've been at the peak of innovation. There's one thing that I have to mention that I feel like we would also do and we would be so proud of ourselves doing. What? The mac and Cheetos. I literally invented those. Wait, you know the story. What? Do you not know the story? You invented them? No. Like Did you it, talk about this on the podcast? Actually, I don't know if it. we've talked about it before. I've talked about it somewhere, but... Are you sure you can say this without getting sued? A hundred percent. No, 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 no. So what had happened was I created a recipe for breaded mac and cheese fries. Fries. No, but I mean, they were, yeah, they were exactly like what Burger King ended Shaped up doing. the same. Correct. In the curl of a Cheeto. It was not in the curl of a Cheeto. And I didn't crust them with Cheetos. I crusted them with chicharrones. But let me, let me tell you the story. Okay, continue. It's okay. So I made mac and cheese, like log fries, crusted log. in chicharrones. And then I put chili on them. I wrote it on my blog, Culinary Brodown. Kyle Marcoux, the vulgar chef who has now been featured on GMM many times, he made a video and wrote a blog post where he was like, I'm going to crust mac and cheese fries and Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And he shouts me out in the description of his video. Mm-hmm, and says, mm-hmm. hey, I'm taking inspiration from Josh over at culinarybrodown.com. And like six months later, out come mac and Cheetos from Burger King using the exact same method that Kyle Marcoux did. Do I think that this is just convergent evolution and it all happened at the same time burger king you probably have to work on new menu items for like years maybe but i'd like to think that kyle marcoux the vulgar chef with the assist pow alley-oop from me invented mac and cheetos and it still hurts both of us that we've seen zero mac and cheese money kyle you deserve better man you are entitled to compensation (laughs) please call 833-DOG-POD-1 to state your claim did you? Th- or if you have mesothelioma? Did you think they were good, the mac and cheetos? No. Yeah, I just, I, I've never had a fried mac and cheese that I thought was better than just a bowl of mac and cheese. Oh, no. Well, like Cheesecake Factory does a good mac and cheese fried bowl. Really? Yeah, I like I it. I don't know. I don't know if I need it to be I fried. I like it. I don't even know if I like breadcrumbs on my mac and cheese. Okay. Um, I, I like Ritz on my mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my, my favorite fast food item that's been discontinued of all time mm-hmm. there's just not that much to say about it except Popeyes you gotta bring back the spicy loaded chicken wrap those chicken wraps were fire that's the that's the only negative thing wraps you can say about Popeyes fire. they were so fire cause they had the red beans and rice in a soft tortilla the tortillas were weirdly orange nobody knows why those were good and then there was just a chicken strip in there and you got the vinegary hot sauce really good so you're getting fried chicken 
mushy beans mm-hmm. and rice in a, a burrito, and they were like a dollar twenty nine. You load it up with Louisiana hot sauce, and that was the greatest fast food menu item of all time. I and think it I agree is with gone. You. It was really good. And then you take the mac and cheese and put a little bit on it. Yeah. Oh, my God. You make the world your oyster. It was truly a great time. I once went to a house party when I was 16. and You went to house parties? What? No way. Actually, I went with my brother to his friend's house party. And like it was, in Hereditary. I've never seen like that movie. The, you think I've the, seen Hereditary? Um, I've, I've talked about it like 80 times with you in the hopes that you would watch it. Yeah, no, of course. No, I'm never going to watch Hereditary. Suck. I don't like to be scared. I'm a coward. That's how I fight against toxic masculinity is I just be a coward. But I ate okay, six continue. of them. I ate six of them at like midnight and it was the greatest meal of my life. No, afterwards. We were in the drive-thru. We had Aww, a TV. Um, and also I was 16, so we're all sober. And we drove through. <laughs> your <laughs> eyebrow raised. Your Roll. right eyebrow Everything raised. Everything safely you and in moderation except for spicy loaded tortilla When wraps. Josh lies or like has an aside, he raises one eyebrow. And that's what I've discovered from being friends with you Nicole's for correct. how many years. So we agree. <laughs> Yeah, Popeye's spicy loaded chicken wrap. Yeah, bring it back. Bring it back from the past. Like the show we do. And bring ciabatta back to society in general. We miss it. I love ciabatta. You love ciabatta. Get the hell out of here. It's too chewy. I'd rather eat focaccia. Mm. It's fluffier. Yeah, fair. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right, Nicole. (laughs) We've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wackadoodle ideas are floating out there in the universe. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. Um, Genetically, what makes somebody able to sing and why can't I do it? I think you can sing. 
I, I think, think no, I'm like the penguin from Happy Feet. I can't do it. Do, like, do, Ray. <laughs> Off to a horrible start. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get to that, we're going to do everyone's favorite segment, review a review. That's where we oh, take one of your shoot. reviews from Apple Podcasts. Please go out there and review us, and we review it ourselves. This one is from Hannah Duval. Ice in cereal, five stars. Josh, do you really put ice in your cereal? Um, I'm, first off, I'm giving this review five stars off the bat because yeah. I love that you tried to reach me through our Apple Podcast reviews page as opposed to any direct social but link. But it works. And but it, it works. works. Because my DMs are flooded, mostly the pics of what you'd think. Um, Nudes. Yeah, but only from men. Uh, because <laughs> oh. men are grosser than <laughs> not men. Uh, so anyways. <laughs> so talk about putting words in my mouth, am I right? <laughs> they tell me to put other... Th- anyways. Uh, <laughs> so I really put ice in my cereal. It is not a matter of policy, but um, Justine Sterling, editor-in-chief of Spork.com, mentioned that it's actually very good, and I like a lot of iced milk desserts. When I say a lot of iced milk desserts, I mean one. I mean Jia Thai, the Vietnamese dessert. Uh, There's ice floating with a bunch of various jellies and lychee and other fruits in like a sweetened pandan coconut milk. Yummy. And the ice just keeps it so cool. And I was like, why not put ice in dairy milk? There's no reason you wouldn't want to be like, it waters it down, like drink faster um so i put ice in my cereal and it keeps the milk very cold and it's a delight however when you get when you can't get the ice cube off the spoon you got to crunch through the cereal and the ice that's rough you got to get big ice cubes you can't use like pebble like ice. a whiskey cube you can't yeah a whiskey cube That'd be exactly perfect. That'd be per- i agree i would love to eat it out never, of an ice bowl but i would never do this because it's silly it's very silly okay okay five stars <laughs> Let's get to those minions. I'm going to make you practice singing later. I wasn't expecting that. Why not? Nobody ever is. Nicole, Josh. Oh, oh, yeah. First off, love the show. Thanks, Thanks. buddy. If I may, for just a moment. You may. Taco Bell. Oh. They bring back items like the Enchirito or the Double Decker, and everyone loses their mind. Why on earth have they not brought back the Volcano Nacho Sauce line? Hmm. Maybe it's just me. Was that not the epitome of the history of Taco Bell. I mean, I feel like it outranks the days when everyone's favorite chihuahua introduced the chalupa. It's better than what we have now. Yo quiero Taco Bell. So what's up with that? Or am I just crazy? I thought it was the best. Hmm. I have I have a lot of thoughts. Didn't they bring it back for a second? Am I imagining did that? Did they bring back the volcano, Maggie? Can you look that up real quick? I don't know if they ever did. Um, we've recreated it. And I, I remember when the volcano menu came out. There's a volcano burrito and a volcano taco. And it was a very exciting time. The volcano sauce, or the lava sauce, they called it, was actually quite spicy. Uh-huh. And it was delicious. I think a couple reasons why they brought back other menu items. Say the double-decker taco. They already have all the, the ingredients, ingredients there. Yeah. Right? It just was literally taking up too much space on a menu board. But they could always make it. And now with their new customization plan, you can just make it yourself effectively. Right? Um, the bringing back lava sauce would sort of mean negating all of their, like, say the rattlesnake sauce was a new thing they had with the hmm. rattlesnake fries and the rattlesnake was burrito. Was that the habanero? I don't even know what chili, because they, they've done some, like, ghost chili things yeah, before. Yeah, that's true. But basically, lava sauce is lost out through the sands of history to ghost ghost pepper, creamy ghost pepper ranch or whatever they called it. That mm-hmm. might have been a Wendy's I thing. I think that's but, a Wendy's thing. But, like, they yeah. Taco Bell has had so many creamy red sauces with newer, more exciting names that there just must not be a thing. And then the red taco shells without any additional flavoring, I think would be too confusing given the fact that 
they had red taco shells with the fiery Flamin Doritos hot. Locos taco. Oh, is Dorito? Oh yeah. Why do you think it was flaming hot? They they never got the flaming hot branding on it, and I don't mm. know why. Mm. Um, I from what I've heard, I, I don't know if this is verified. The agreement to do Doritos Locos tacos was almost like a handshake agreement between mm. Frito Lay and PepsiCo, interesting, which owns Taco Bell and Yum Brands. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's some just weird legality behind it. But they never did flaming hot. They did fiery. They discontinued fiery, which I would again add to my list of best yeah, discontinued items. Yeah, that was items. good. That was good. Right, the Cool Ranch is fine, and then the nacho cheese is not my favorite. Me too. It I just like... it clashes. Yeah, I agree. Because there's real cheese on it already. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. I don't like exactly the chemical cheese with the real process. cheese. They exactly, cross each other process. out. Yes. So so they already had a better red taco shell. I weep for the volcano menu. I wish I could go back. To eat that and also the blackjack taco with the black dyed taco shell and oh. creamy pepper jack sauce. No, I never saw that. <laughs> but I, I understand exactly where you're coming from. I have the same nostalgia, but I also understand why Taco Bell would not bring it back. Astute question. Hi, Josh and Nicole. My name is Lily. I'm from Idaho. I wanted to ask your opinion about finger steaks. <laughs> you know, they're kind of an Idaho Gosh. thing. What's the vibe? What do you think? My opinion is that they're better than chicken nuggets. Okay. Thanks. Um, Trevor has made us finger steaks before. Uh, he is also an Idaho native. Shout out Boise. Shout out Marin County. Marin uh, County? Marin, his family's from Marin. Mar- isn't it Meridian? I think his family's from a place called Meridian. Oh, did I say Marin? Isn't Marin County like a rich county in California? Uh, yeah, it's in uh, yeah, it's in San Francisco. I got confused. I'm sorry. I mean Meridian. Shout out to the Vault Cigar Lounge in yeah. uh, in Boise. Vault Cigar. Uh yeah, uh, finger steaks are good. They're not better than chicken nuggets, though. But I'm a chicken nugget connoisseur, so... So you know. finger steaks are a chicken fried steak. Oh, yeah, explain cut, to what it, to people what it right, is. I'm not, I'm not mixing this up. It's a chicken fried steak, but they're, the steaks are cut into strips beforehand. A.K.A. fingers. So it's like, so it's chicken fingers, but it's steak fingers, except they, for some reason, call it finger steaks. That's right. Um, personally, <laughs> personally, these are not my favorite. I think frying... Even chicken fried steak, I like the idea of more than I like the taste of it. And I've I've been to some of the best spots I in Oklahoma City. This. I've eaten it. I get the appeal. It's a it's real cowboy cuisine, yeah. right? Um, it is I don't hearty. Need it. You know, I, I'm more there for the fried anything Outside. covered in gravy. Yeah, right. I think the steak is not the best thing to fry. I'm not personally the biggest fan of finger steaks, but you go a little bit more north to the Dakotas and you get um, what do they call it? Ch- is it chislick? Have you ever had like shishlik? Sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Turkish thing. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of shishlik. There's an Americanified yeah. version of like shishlik, I think called chislik. Yeah. That's just, you know, a little toothpicked meat, yes. meat gobbets yes, up in correct. the Dakotas. So uh, yeah, go go a little more north and then you'll find the regional delicacies that I love. Chislik. Hey Josh Nicole, this is Jordan from Minnesota. Love the pod. Great regional food spot. My opinion is that I judge every Chinese takeout restaurant based off of their sesame chicken. If the sesame chicken is not good, it's not a good Chinese restaurant. Okay. Thanks. Uh, love the pod. Bye. That's me with fried rice. Andrew, well, I, at the Chinese takeout spots you grew up going to, did they have something called sesame chicken? No, only orange chicken. Same. So yeah. Minnesota is actually one of the nexuses of regional Chinese American food mm. delineation, right? Mm, oh, um, so from Those how I understand it, that I understand how That's I understand crazy. it, there's a fantastic documentary <laughs> called Jer- searching for general show. And I don't even know how to pronounce general show because so many people pronounce it in so many different general ways. Sal. General Sao, general whatever you want to call it, which he, he was a real person, by the way, Wh- they go into it in the documentary. You have to watch the documentary. I'm not going to remember the whole story, but 
What I learned is that orange chicken was invented in Pasadena, California by the Panda Restaurant Group. Then the Panda So Inn, damn good. General General Shows was a very East Coast thing. I didn't even grow up with General Shows chicken because every Chinese place here had orange chicken. Sesame chicken, I believe, and maybe lemon chicken are, I think, invented in... I mean, sesame chicken is, is a, a bigger category, but I think those specific ways of preparing it are very much a Minnesota, specifically Minneapolis thing. Mm-hmm. So the type of Chinese-American food that you grew up with in Minneapolis or in Minnesota is going to be different than what we grew up with in Southern California. And I think that's beautiful because I would judge every Chinese restaurant on their orange chicken. You're right. That's the main menu item is a fried chicken nugget, effectively. My question. So, covered in sugar. so are you saying orange chicken, general stoves, and sesame chicken are all similar but not the same? Correct. Cool. And, and they are all based off of what I believe is a Hunanese dish that is called like citrus peel chicken that has vaguely some connection to general show. I would, I would have, love to try that. Same. Like orange peel. They probably use like bitter orange peel or mandarin peel, peel in and it. Probably, probably mandarin, yeah. Probably, yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of, you know, citrus in, in East Asia. Um, yeah. But yeah, check out the documentary Searching for General Show. It's fascinating. Hey, Josh and Nicole. This is Rice from Northern Virginia. Long time Rice? caller, first cool time listener. Name. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to say that little oyster crackers that you get for putting <laughs> on top of soups and chowders and all of that. Uh, they are a trash option. And what you should use instead is kettle cooked potato chips. They oh, you're right. get that nice texture of being both fried and right. wet. Uh, love that texture. Josh, I know you're also a fan of fried wet things and wet potato chips in general. Yeah. Uh, it adds more flavor, more texture. It's just generally a better thing. Um, anyway, love the pod. Uh, it's my favorite way to learn about extremism. Have a good one. <laughs> oh, that took a dark turn. You're right. Rice, you're right. At first I was like, no. That we teach people about extremism? Oh, no, about the oyster crackers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't teach people about extremism. It's just, it's always been a common fascination of what mine. What extremism you know? have we taught up, people? I, I have expressed, like, um, when I casually throw out things like the state is only defined by its monopoly on violence, it's a p- paraphrasing of a Max Weber quote from the early 1900s. You know, things like that are, are kind of uh, in that line. What I'm saying is, if a clam chowder is perfectly seasoned... <laughs> It doesn't need anything? Well, do I want to add more... Salt to it? Salt. Well, okay, no, but hear me out. A chef once told me, under-seasoned plus seasoned equals under-seasoned. Seasoned plus seasoned equals seasoned, if that makes sense. I don't agree with Oyster that. Oyster crackers statement. are under-seasoned, right? They're bland. They're just bland. Yeah. And so if your clam chowder is perfectly though. seasoned, uh-huh. you're adding something bland to it, you're reducing the seasoning, but, but potato are you chips willing, are perfectly seasoned. But are you willing to take... Are you willing to sacrifice a little bit of seasoning for a better texture? Yeah, absolutely. Always. And you're saying that texture oyster stomper. crackers have a better texture than potato chips. Yeah, uh, they do, but I like the idea of putting potato chips in my soup. Same. It needs the crunchiness. It's like a chicken tortilla soup. I mean, you put the tortilla, fried tortilla chips in a soup. That's a that's a delight. Oh my gosh. My sister used to be such a chicken tortilla soup girl. I used to make fun of her all the time. I, I hated it. I... I don't love it. It's I just been, it's it. a very American thing. They thicken it with like, I just tasted it in my mouth. They like, th- they like thicken it with like tortillas, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like masa. Yeah. I don't like it. You don't like that? Oh, I love it. I like I the wet, don't wet tortillas like it. in there. I like, you're drinking tortillas. And she's like, shut up, Nicole. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's like, yeah. what's the drink? Atole? 
I like atole. I love atole. I've made atole many times. Yeah, it's a good stuff. Champurado. That's another good one. Made champurado many times. Uh, But anyways, I've never tried. I've never tried potato chips in my clam chowder, which seems shocking to me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to try it, especially kettle cooked. Like you said, yeah. wet soaking into fried. You're right. You're that's right. going to hold up a lot better than like a Lay's, you know, standard cook. Yeah. Ooh, ruffles might be nice in there too. I never like ruffles. Oh, uh, what? You and I like There's ridges. I don't you give and me I, fancy cuts. You and I murked a bag of ruffles, extreme ridges, buffalo chicken with a basketball player on it. Do you not remember that? <laughs> it was a Jason Tatum, I think. I don't remember. Until he wins a ring, I'm not eating his ruffles anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, that's it. That's Are it. we done? We have, we have run out of time. Well, we talk so much. Uh, we do talk so much. Well, thank y'all for listening to a Hot Dogs and Sandwich. Sorry for teaching you about extremism. We got new audio-only episodes every Wednesday. Video comes out on Sunday. Doe. <laughs> what am I supposed to do after that? No, but it goes, it's like a scale, like it goes up in pitch. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, okay, do. Let, let's, let's give, do you want me to give an earnest attempt at doing that? Yeah. <clears throat> do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. That is earnest, dude. I'm, I swear, that's the best I can do. We're going to work on it. We're I know, I don't know how to it. do We're it. We're going to work on it. If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, hit us up at 833-DOGPOD1. The number again is 833-DOGPOD1. Bro, I'm at, when I'm at karaoke, when I'm doing the okie, I'm all stage presence, no singing ability. I know. You know what I mean? Of course You know I what I mean? I've been there. Also, I, I rewatched the video of me doing that recently. I kept my phone, and you can hear the glass that you shattered. I didn't shatter it. That wasn't you were at that table. I did not shatter nope, it. No, there were like four people at that table, and none of you take responsibility for shattering glass. Who shattered the glass? <laughs> I literally did not do it. There's shattered glass under my feet. I'm jumping, getting the crowd pumped up. In the I know who bit. it was. I'm not going to call them out Katrina, on the podcast. Katrina, Katrina Anafasi. <laughs> it's Katrina. Anyways, for more Mythical Kitchen, check out the other videos. We'll new episodes every week. See you all next time. She denied it to my face. She's a liar. I wasn't mad about it. Katrina, I was just like, you lied. It was you. you they let wrote- me finish the song. And then afterwards, you hear the DJ be like, that was Josh with Chop Suey by System of a Down. Everybody, please be careful of the broken glass. You're so proud. <laughs> 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 <laughs>